Well, hey, hey, what's up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Amazing Seller Podcast. This is episode number 265 and session number 80 of Ask Scott. This is where I answer your questions here on the podcast. And yes, it is episode eight, or session 80, I should say, which I can't believe it's been that many. And you guys know I say this every single week when I do these. I truly, truly enjoy doing these, and I love listening to you guys in your own voice ask your questions and leave the remarks as far as like what the podcast has done for you, but also any sticking points that you're at right now, and I do my best to answer them, and you guys know I love doing that. Now, let me just say, let me just put a little disclaimer here today, all right? Little disclaimer, little disclaimer. Uh, I'm starting this juice thing, right, where we're doing like these natural, like I'm talking natural, like you, you put the vegetables in like this juicer and it squirts out the juice, you know, kind of thing, not like apple juice that you buy in a store. Uh, and I'm doing like a three-day cleanse thing, my wife and I, and uh, you know, you guys have all probably heard me say how, you know, I want to take better care of myself, you know, and, and this is just one of these things that it's kind of like a reboot kind of thing. And the reason why I'm telling you this, not really to tell you that I'm juicing, but just to let's say, hey, listen, if I'm not 100% today, it might be the reason. Now, I may be 150%. It seems like I got a little bit more energy. I don't know if that's possible, but I just want to let you guys know I might be a little off today, but I think I'm going to have a lot of clarity because this whole thing too is also supposed to help you with clarity and uh, in, in your mind and, and all that stuff. And as entrepreneurs, you guys know it's hard. It's hard to be able to get true clarity. I don't know about you guys, but it's hard to shut off the motor at nighttime when, uh, you know, when I want to just kind of unplug uh, I don't know, maybe you guys don't feel that, but I feel that every single day. Um, and, uh, you know, this is just something I'm playing around with, I'm experimenting with, but it's also to help me just take better care of myself and kind of reset the body um, and kind of get out all the toxins and all that stuff. But not telling you for that reason, just telling you, if I seem a little bit more hyper today, that might be the reason. I don't know. Um, I still have to uh, get through this full day here on day one, but uh, it's pretty cool. It's not bad. Actually, the stuff doesn't taste bad. Um, I'll talk about that more maybe another time, but all right, guys. So before we jump into today's first question, let me also remind you, if you want to ask your own questions for me to answer on an upcoming Ask Scott session, head over to theamazingseller.com forward slash ask, and if you want to download the show notes, the transcripts, all that good stuff, head over to theamazingseller.com com forward slash 265 and that's like a nice easy link for you guys to get all of the goodies and all the transcripts from this episode all right so guys i'm about ready to go here i am really fired up to listen to the first question of today so what do you say let's go do that let's listen to this first question and i'll give you my answer scott 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 man it's good to hear from you Hope you are doing well. Glad the move went awesome. And you just keep bringing the thunder. I can't believe how how, how well you bring it and you just don't quit. I just appreciate you so much for that. Uh, this is Eric, by the way. And I don't have a question. I do have a, a little tip for you and your viewers. I just got done talking about the three types of sales funnels. And I've been obsessing over funnels for the last year. And definitely working it into the Amazon and a little one-two punch I found works really good that's really works really swell is whatever market that you are in you go to see what everybody's buying you go to see what the top in each category like what everybody's buying and in your particular market so you already have a product in that market and you buy it just buy one and that is what you use for your giveaway you use, run those Facebook ads to it and then in the follow-up sequence that's when you offer your product but you can or can't 
don't have to do it on Amazon. You can avoid the FBA fees there if you just do it, ship it on your own. And you offer it to that customer that already said yes. And you, not only do you get the email address for them, but uh, you're able to contact them with all your value, all your all the stuff that you have, as well as then you get obviously get a sale out of it as well. So just kind of combining two of those funnels there into one. So hope that helps. Hope that helps your viewers. You've been so awesome so far. So so definitely any more ideas, I'll definitely share with you. And I hope and uh, you you are a godsend, my friend. You you keep on keeping on. You're you're the spear point. You're our leader. Keep going, brother. Wow, a lot of energy right there, Eric, and that is awesome, and uh, you guys all know I'm a little high-strung myself, so man, oh man, to have someone else have that energy gets me even more fired up, if that's even possible. We got juice going, and we got uh, another person that's as energized and as fired up as I am, and I know a lot of you are too, so man, let's just uh, let's just get this energy going and keep it on through the day, all right? So if you're having a tough day right now, energy, all right? Get that energy up. All right. Uh, okay, this isn't really a question. I wanted to play it because uh, he brings up some really, really cool stuff, and I want to touch on that. It's funny because I'm actually going through almost identical to what Eric just kind of outlined for us really quickly. Now, I did do another episode recently, episode 230, where I talk about the three different sales funnels that you can build, the sales channels, whatever you guys want to call them, the sales process to lead, uh, you know, to take your, your potential customers through uh, a sales process is really what it is. But what uh, Eric is describing is brilliant, okay? And I get a lot of people that say, well, I can't really set up one of these things yet because I don't have the main product or my, my product isn't that big of a thing to do as a giveaway. So what he's really saying is get something of great value. Let's say something of a $100 value. You run a Facebook uh uh, yeah, if I can speak here, I think the juice has twisted up my tongue. Uh, if you if you go to Facebook and you find Facebook uh, fan pages and targeted audiences, and then you target those people for these particular products, okay, or, or related to this product, and then you can see now by the interest by people entering their name and email address to enter into the contest, all right? And then on the back end of that, and that's what we call like in a sales funnel, on the back end of that, uh, Eric is talking about then having them go through the email sequence, but then can also introduce your product, which is related to the main product. So if you have a product right now that might be an accessory to something, you may want to get that something, the bigger thing, right, the bigger product, and buy one of them. Buy it from your competitor. Buy it from someone else out there that uh, that has a similar product to that, or make a bundle of a whole bunch of these products that are put together to get the value up to $100, because that lead is is so valuable because now they could possibly buy on the back end of that and you have a targeted email list for when you want to roll out additional products or maybe even that main product again. And that's almost identically uh, is how he described is, is exactly what we're currently doing right now and we're testing that as we speak, which I'm really excited about because I think it's so brilliant, but I think it's so easy to do um, once you get all of the moving pieces together, okay? And I say moving pieces. We're talking about you have to go out there 
And you have to come up with the offer, right? You have to come up with the actual uh, product that you're going to be giving away. So that's step one, kind of. Step two to that would be going out there and then finding a landing page that you can put this contest on. That would be something like lead pages. That's what I've used and I still use. There's uh, there's other ones out there. Um, okay, so then you set that up. You have to connect it to an email program like MailChimp or AWeber uh, or any of those autoresponder type email services. Okay, you connect it into there. And then you're gonna put a little series of emails together. So you got to write like maybe two, three, four different emails. That's going to talk about your product on the back end of that. Okay. And then what you're going to do at this point now is you're just going to drive traffic from Facebook, let's say to that landing page that has the offer on it or the giveaway. And then you're going to collect the emails. And then once they enter their their email address, it's going to then take them through the, uh, the email uh, follow-up, which is then going to introduce your product. So that's as simple as it can be. Now it can get more complex, But right now, we're talking like simplicity and building a list of potential customers for you. So I love this stuff. You guys are going to hear me talk more about it. We're actually doing this on day two of our live event here coming up in November. November 5th and 6th is our TIS Breakthrough Live event, uh, which I didn't mention in the beginning of this, which I probably should have just to remind you guys, we still have a handful of tickets for both days left. Uh, So uh, if you guys want more information about that, you can head over to theamazingseller.com forward slash live and you can hear uh, or see all of the details there. You can hear it too because there's a video there of the last TAS Breakthrough Live, which was pretty amazing, by the way. But yeah, Eric, I want to thank you. And uh, yeah, keep me posted on uh, on how that goes for you. I got another guy that I'm talking with right now, and he's doing this through Instagram, and he's crushing it. So uh, yeah, I'm definitely going to be uh, working in this as well. And if anyone else out there listening has any results from this that they want to share with me, send me an email, scott at theamazingseller.com, and uh, would love to hear how it's working for you. All right, so let's go ahead and listen to the next question, and I will give you my answer. Hi, Scott. This is Jay in San Francisco. I was wondering if you could go through the process of once you find a product that you might want to sell, how you verify that it's actually going to be um, a good product. So, for example, how do you verify the demand, um, whether there's too much competition, um, all that kind of stuff. I was wondering if you could please go through that process of validation. So thank you very much for uh, for your podcast. I really love it. And it's uh, been extremely uh, encouraging and uh, supportive in my new business. So thanks very much. Bye-bye. Hey, Jay from San Francisco. What's up, man? Thank you so much for the question. It's a good question. And actually, I wanted to address this again. And I say again because I have answered this in the past in in various forms, you know, different ways that you can do this. But it's really, really important to understand depth, demand, and all of that stuff. Now, I'm going to point you guys, anyone that's interested in seeing this and kind of like learning a little bit more in depth of how this is. I did a podcast episode back on episode 189 where I actually have a video on that post as well. So you're definitely going to want to go to that post. And I have a video there of me walking through kind of like seeing a product that looks good. And then from there, you can look and make sure that it's got the depth. And then from there, you can look and see that it's got the demand. And then how we can kind of make sure that we're not being fooled by the numbers 
because, you know, as we all know, people are doing product launches within their products. And if those net numbers are inflated, well, we're not going to know about it unless we can do a little bit of research and kind of see, I say research, like history, like going back in time a little bit and seeing how long they've been running, see what the BSR has been over the course of time, what their price has been, all of those things. And then how to also look at other products that are similar. So we're not just looking at the one product because a lot of people will say, oh, cool. You know, the the first product has 2000 sales a month and the next one has 300 and the next one has 200 and the next one has 100 and the next one has 50. That's that's really to me what I call is like top heavy. We've got one listing that's really, really doing good. They're, they're taking all the sales pretty much, but there's three or four other ones that are they're grabbing a little bit. But is there enough? Are you going to be able to take any from the first one? And why is the first one getting so much? So we have to figure that out. Um, and again, I go through that on episode 189 of the podcast. Uh, the blog post is where you're going to probably want to go, though, because I do have a video there as well. It's embedded right there, so you can watch it right on that blog post. So theamazingseller.com forward slash 189, and it's all about uh, looking at the numbers and validating them and looking at the demand and depth and, and all that good stuff, all right? So I would point anyone uh, who is interested in that topic or wanting to see how it's done, go check that out, all right? So uh, that's my answer, all right? I know it's uh, not really like a fresh answer, but it is an answer that says, Go check that one out because I talk in great detail about it on that post, all right? But let me just say, it is extremely important to look at those numbers and to understand those numbers, and as you do more of this product research, you will get better at it, trust me, all right? So let's go ahead and listen to the next question, and I'll give you my answer. Hey, Scott. My name is Frederick, and I'm from Denmark. Uh, first of all, I would just like to thank you for all the work you put into this and, and thanks for giving me a chance to, to actually finally having a chance of becoming an independent entrepreneur, uh, which is which has been a goal for me for years. Um, so yeah, thank you a lot and um, Chris as well and everyone in the, in, on, face, on the Facebook page. Uh, my question is about my very low conversions. Um, so if I had to say it myself, then I would say I have a good listing. The pictures definitely stand out, the high definition. And my brand is a Nordic, Nordic thing. I'm from Denmark. Uh, so I also show that with my pictures. And uh, my description is clear to read with, with a lot of keywords in it without overdoing it. And so my bullet points, even though maybe my bullet points, I could simple that down. And I have two PPCs running, one with the suggested keywords and one with the, the automatic. And my wall bid is $1.5 uh, on each, uh, though even higher bid for, for some of the few good converting keywords. And my budget, budget is at $35. Um, <laughs> but my ACOS, are uh, 87% for suggested and 119 for automatic. And when I'm looking at my session pages, my conversion is around 0% and up till 7% on a good day. But I only sell a few each week. I, I started a month ago. Um, and it's definitely a competitive market for sure. But honestly, at this point, I, I simply don't know what to do. Uh, so yeah, I would appreciate any kind of help with with the low conversions um yeah that's that's pretty much it 
Um, well, thank you very much for listening to this, and cheers. Hey, Frederick from Denmark. What's up, man? Thank you so much for the question all the way from Denmark. It always lights me up when I'm reaching people from all over the world, all over the globe. I just love it. And I want to thank you for submitting the question, but also for being a listener. Everyone out there that's a listener, I again, I just want to take a second here to say thank you. You guys make the show what it is, and I want to thank you for that. Uh, all right, so to answer your questions, I guess, here, and that is it's not a question, it's really questions, because there's a lot of different moving pieces here. And I think if you guys have heard me do the hot seat sessions with my good buddy Chris Schaefer, you know, we really go into a lot of time why the sales aren't happening, right? And we always talk about, you know, the optimization of the listing is really where it comes from as far as like where we start from. If you're getting traffic, that's the first thing, right? If you're getting traffic to the listing, why isn't it converting? But if you're not getting ranked, that's step one, right? So my first question to you, which we really didn't, we didn't really uh, get to talk about that because we aren't sitting in the same room, but if I was to ask you the next question, it would be like, where are you ranking on page one for your main keyword or your main keywords? That's number one. You did also say that it's a competitive market, which makes me think that you might not be on page one, and if you are, you might be at the bottom of page one, which, yes, sometimes in certain markets, that's still okay, but... If you are struggling to rank because it's a competitive market, it's going to not be that easy to rank because everyone else is doing the same thing as trying to get their products to rank. Now, yes, you can be more creative with pay-per-click and all of that stuff, but the end game for us is to really get ranked on page one organically, right? Now, you said your pictures are great. You don't think that that's a problem, which we still don't know. You don't think they're a problem, but who knows until you get traffic and you can split test um, doing that. Uh, So you really wouldn't know that, but you say the pictures are good and the title is optimized and the bullets are and, and all of that stuff, right? But we really don't know until we have that traffic. So my question would be like, how many visitors are we getting to the listing every single day? Now, Again, I'm not going to be able to give you like direct answers here, but it can give you stuff to think about or anyone else for that matter that is in this situation. Like these are the things that you have to kind of reverse yourself back to and you have to ask yourself, am I getting the traffic? And if you are getting the traffic, because if you're only getting like 50 people to your listing a day and you're judging your conversion off of that, it's not really enough to really know until you can get more than that, you know, like 100, 150, 200 a day consistently, then you can kind of see, right? But if our first problem is really traffic, well, now we got to figure out how to get traffic. So how do we do that? Well, number one, we want to get ranked, right? So in order to get ranked, we have to get sales. So in the beginning, we have to do a product launch for reviews, but it also is going to help our BSR, right? So that's, that's number one. Right. Number two would be to really dial in your pay-per-click and you might need to spend more than you'll be willing to later in order to get seen in front of those eyeballs. Right. That's really what it's all about. So you got to get those eyeballs on the listing in order to determine if your listing is converting well or not. And uh, from the sounds of it, it sounds like it's a traffic issue to me. It sounds like you're not getting enough eyeballs there. So that would be like your number one thing, right? Now, we just talked a minute ago about maybe doing some external stuff, which you guys know that I'm not really big into doing external stuff until you've got the product up and running, which you do, but also until you got some pretty good sales coming through. I say pretty good, at least five to 10 a day consistently. Then we can start thinking about external stuff, but 
I would say the other option here to start working on is, is maybe some external, like doing a giveaway, like we just talked about, building an email list and then using that email list to drive sales over to Amazon. Okay, because what we want to do is we want to keep the sales going. So we, if we can get some some traffic off of Amazon that's already pre-targeted and that's you know, almost like pre-qualified to where they're going to buy with a coupon code, then we send them over to Amazon. So I wouldn't send them directly from like if you did a contest and in an email you said, "Here, go over and buy my thing." In the email, it would say, "Here's a coupon code to uh, you know basically get 25% off or 50% off." Then you would drive them over to the listing. So you you want that that little bit of a of a door there so they don't just go directly straight over to Amazon because that could hurt your conversions, all right? So I know I threw a bunch of stuff at you to think about, but it really does come down to traffic. Then after you get traffic, then we can think about conversions. And then from there, we can start thinking about how to optimize that or to get better conversions by tweaking those things that we all know well, most of us know, and if you don't, it's basically your images, your title, your bullets, and your description, and your back-end search terms. Like, those are the those are the main elements to help us get ranked and help us convert, all right? So, I know this wasn't like a huge, huge, like, this is exactly what you got to do, but it is in a sense that you have to go back and you have to kind of reverse engineer kind of what's happening here, and, uh, and then you, you got to take one step at a time to really try to hone in on each area there. And I say anybody out there that's at that at that point, you got to just hone in on the area to get fixed before you can move on to the next thing. So if you're worrying about like conversions, but you don't have the traffic, well, you're worrying about something that you won't be able to fix until you get traffic. I hope that makes sense. It sounds kind of confusing, but I think it makes sense. So anyway, hopefully this helps you. Keep me posted. Anyone else that's struggling with this as well, just understand that this is a process, all right? And you have to understand how it works, and then from there, we can reverse it back to those different key points. And then from there, we can start to build on that, all right? So hopefully this has helped you. Let's go ahead and listen to one more question, and I'll give you my answer. Hi, Scott. This is Bill from the Boston area. Um, I love your podcast. It keeps me company in my morning commutes. So great job. Please keep them coming. My question is, does the number of units that you have in FBA inventory seem to impact how well you rank and search relative to other similar products? For example, if I had, say, a thousand units in inventory, would it factor more favorably in Amazon's algorithm than if I had only 25 or so? I try to have as little uh, kind of tied up in cash and uh, in inventory as possible, but I was curious if having more on the shelves would make a difference. Thanks very much, and I hope you're enjoying the Carolinas. Hey, Bill from the Boston area. What's up, man? I almost couldn't answer your question because I think I have a feeling you're probably a Boston Red Sox fan. I'm not sure, but usually people that live in Boston are Boston Red Sox fans. As you guys probably know, I'm a New York Yankees fan, which they're not going to make the playoffs this year. Boo. But I still not a Boston Red Sox fan. Sorry. Sorry. All right. All right. All kidding aside here. Thanks for the question. Uh, Yes. Okay. Let me answer this. And I don't think I've ever been asked this question, actually. And I haven't really given it much thought myself. But here's what I believe that you're asking. If someone else has a thousand units in stock and someone else only has five, is Amazon going to give them a better ranking push because they have more units? And the answer to that question in my in my belief is no. I don't think it matters. 
Because what Amazon's going to do is they're going to sell out those five units for that other person. Then boom, then you're going to show up. That, that's how that would work. Um, they, they just care about the sales. The other thing is, is if you have five units, but yours has been converting like really, really good. And the one that has a thousand units hasn't been converting good or hasn't been converting as good as yours. It's not going to matter. Okay. So I could be wrong, but this is just my hunch. Uh, I have no proof on that. Uh, but I would say you do want to try to keep your inventory up though, because you don't want to run out of inventory if you can help it. Because if you have good conversions, you are going to lose rank as soon as you go out of stock. But if you have good conversions, you can get them back. But sometimes, and I've heard from others that have been struggling with this is where sometimes even if you had good conversions, they might be harder to get back depending on if your competitor started to ramp up theirs because now they realize that you went out of stock, right? The other thing that can happen is if you go out of stock for a week or two, another competitor could have came in and started really drilling in, you know, really trying to do a, a, a really aggressive launch. And then that's going to make it harder for you to come in and get your spot back. Now, again, I think, I believe that if you have a really good listing that's been converting well, it's seasoned, it's a, it's in a seasoned account. What I mean by that is the, the account's like, you know, more than six months old, you know, it's been around a little while and it's got some history to it. Your feedback scores up and all that stuff. I think you're not going to really have a problem getting back ranking or, you know, selling, um, as long as, you know, you don't have a bunch of people that have come in since you just left that it's going to be a little bit harder for you. But I think, I think that personally, you shouldn't have a problem getting ranked again, but I know that wasn't your question, but my point is this, don't let it get so low just because you want to save a little bit. I would rather go a little bit heavy, do the projections as you have already had history and kind of look at it that way and say, you know, I want to try to stay 30 days ahead. Now, if you get one, you know, one or two days that, you know, you might have, you know, I don't know, a hundred sales and you normally only get 20. Well, yeah, that's going to skew things, but then you better start shipping in immediately. Right. So if you have to order this stuff and it takes 30, 40 days, you want to look at that stuff. All right. So I don't believe that it has any effect on your ranking. If you have five units and your competitor has a thousand and yours is selling better and you have a, you have a, you know, more history. I don't think that's going to matter. So I wouldn't really worry about that, but I would say, don't get down to five units. <laughs> that's what I would say. All right. And this, this won't even be a conversation that we're having at this point. Right. So, all right, guys, that's it. That's going to pretty much wrap up this session of Ask God. Guys, I got through it. I got through it with the new juice in the body today. Pretty high energy as usual. And uh, I'll keep you guys posted on how that's going and if I can do it because it's like that's all you do for three days, um, which is kind of crazy. Um, but I did want to remind you guys a couple things. Number one, if you want the show notes to this episode, head over to theamazingseller.com forward slash 265 and uh, you can grab the transcripts, the show notes, all that stuff over there. Um, episode 189, all of the links I talked about will be there too, but 189 was about the product validation and depth of market and all that stuff. But all the links that I mentioned will be in the show notes, um, as well as the live event, the TAS Breakthrough Live, that'll be there as well, which I'm getting really excited about that. That's coming up here soon. And we do have a handful of spots left. So if you're interested, head over to theamazingseller.com forward slash live. All right, guys, that's it. That's going to wrap it up. Remember, I'm here for you. I believe in you and I'm rooting for you, but you have to, you have to come on, say it with me, say it loud, say it proud, take action. Have an awesome, amazing day. And I'll see you right back here on the next episode.